This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Kurt Rogers joining us now for our Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt, with the announcement that came out, or not really announcement, but the uh, the thoughts of the Fed and what they said last week, which really sent the market tumbling on Friday, what did it do to mortgage rates? That's it changed them a bit. Okay. Um, I, I really wasn't surprised that the market did that, but uh, the rates, are I, I still think, are going to stay pretty stable where they're at just because the Feds are making a move. Um, people are still understanding that there's still some deals out there, and there's still a demand for homes. So the the, the rates being at you know the mid fives is not slowing anybody down. Is it a point where, and I know you and I have talked about this in the past, where you know, especially those that are self-employed, I mean, there's all sorts of other reasons to get the all-in-one loan, and it's, we, we, we really don't even talk about rates when you talk about that loan because of the advantages that are there versus right. the other end of it. But on the same token, I know a lot of folks look at those numbers. It's one of the stumbling blocks I think they have to get over at times. But now, with what's happening on a traditional 30-year, does it make the all-in-one even that much more attractive? And you bring up a very good point, John, because it does it in a couple different areas. What the, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac has done is that in the higher loan limits of 684 and 700,000, uh, they've, they've added extra fees. If you're looking at a second home, they've added an extra two points to get a second home, like a rental. They've, they've increased the cost of doing rentals in extra fees. So if you want to compare rates, that's the asset manager really then takes over because, it's, as you know how it works, mm-hmm. you're not paying that rate anyhow. You're paying a whole lot less. So it, it, it's made it quite more attractive for a lot of different reasons. Okay. Again, folks, you can call Kurt and find out more about that, 720-895-0500. What's up tomorrow on Haystack, Kurt? We're going to be talking with a doctor and the the company that provides the sleep apnea device. There's a lot of people that have that oh, issue. Yeah. We have this guy on the show about once every six weeks. Nope, oh, we lost Kurt. That's, That's all right. right. I will finish up. Kurt, I know the guy he's talking about, so he does a implant for sleep apnea, which works way better than having to wear a CPAP machine. Very intriguing, worth listening to. I've investigated that, not because I need one, but just to learn more about it. I thought it would be very cool. Charlie was mentioning it to me. So yeah, that'll be on Haystack Help tomorrow. In the meantime, anything you need from Kurt, his direct line again, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees. Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now, Affordable Interest Mortgage. 720-895-0500, serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298191, regulated by DORA. 
All right, Gino's Auto Service, folks, uh, get your vehicle in, get it checked out, get things ready to go before winter hits, which is not that far away. Their AC special ends this month, so you've only got a couple of days left to even take advantage of that. Anything else, though, you need for your vehicle, they'll gladly help you. 303-794-6700 or find them at klzradio.com. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Service's air conditioning recharge special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Group insurance analyst, folks, e-gia.com. Health insurance, business, all of your toys, your house, you name it, they can do it all, and they'll find you the best rates uh, because they're a broker. They can go out to the market and find what works best for you, especially for those of you that have a business. e-gia.com, 303-423-0162. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is a qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premiums. Join 560 KLZ and singer Matt Hammett from Sanctus Real at our free Lux for Life fundraising event on September 15th at 6.30 p.m. at Mike Ward McLaren in Highlands Ranch. Tour our mobile medical unit and learn about the life-saving work of Save the Storks. You'll enjoy gourmet appetizers and a performance by Matt Hammett and get to see amazing McLarens up close. RSVP soon as this free event will fill up fast. Email me at Luke at SaveTheStorks.com to RSVP. That's Luke at SaveTheStorks.com. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And let me double-check, Charlie, but yes, he's supposed to be calling us. So our guest is uh, awaiting, or we are awaiting him. And, you know, things happen. We, we get that. We're going to move on no matter what. We were going to talk small business, Um I do want to back up, though, for just one moment and and finish up what I was talking about in regards to California, my son and I as well. And the reality is, and a lot of folks will say, you know, why, why, you know, why do we care? Why do we care what those guys, those knuckleheads on the West Coast do? I've said it numerous times. What happens on the coast find their way inland. It's just the way it is. It's been that way forever um, in the car world. You would see a particular style that would happen on the East Coast or the West Coast, and that style would make its way inland. And sometimes you'd see a style start on the East, and it would go all the way to the West. Typically, in the car world, a style would happen in the West and work its way East. When it comes to the emissions end of things and the CARB board, that's the California Air Research Board, which I talked about that earlier, and the reality is they are not elected officials. They are appointees by the governor. I went through even more of the profiles of the individuals that serve on that board. I can't find one that has any automotive experience at all. None. Yet, 
these are bureaucrats that are telling each and every, every, every person in California how to run their businesses and conduct their lives. Because transportation is huge, folks. I would go as far as saying, and I don't think I'm far off in this, I would go as, as, as far to say that particular board has more to do with day-to-day life in California than probably any other board out there does and has way more power than the legislative body in California does when it comes to your day-to-day life in California. I'm going to say something else that is probably, let's just say this, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Given we mimic a lot of what happens in California, look at Governor Polis. He literally mimics what happens in California. When COVID came along, we had this this quadrilateral, am I saying that right, Charlie? Quadrilateral agreement between California, Oregon, Washington, and us. So all West Coast states except us, and yet we all decided in a unified manner how we were going to handle COVID. Why? We're Colorado. We're not California, Oregon, or Washington, but yet we were in bed with them when it came to COVID nonsense. So what I'm going to say next, I hope never happens, but I won't be shocked when it does. California has their own California Air Research Board. Watch Colorado either join with that. In other words, they'll let California Air Research Board control what we do here. I don't know that that's legal. And if it's not legal, we'll have our own. Mark my words on that. Our governorship, our state, especially if we don't make some inroads this November into what's going on in our Golden Dome as we speak, if we don't make some inroads there, count on having a cardboard in Colorado. And how do I know that? Why, why do I say that, you ask? Where, where do I base that prediction? Well, I read to you earlier how the EPA is cracking down and we're going to be down to 70 parts per, mil, per billion on our pollution levels in Colorado. That's the EPA. That's going to be the new EPA standards for us. They're not going to lighten those up. So given all of that and given the direction that we're headed, I, I could see us... I could see us going down that path. I, again, I don't have a crystal ball by any means, but don't be surprised if that happens. Chris O'Neill joining us now. Chris, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, I appreciate it. You are Chief Growth Officer for Zero. Am I saying that right? That is correct. Zero with an X. With an X. With an X. There we go. All right. So I talked about this earlier. Small businesses, which I own one, and and literally they are the lifeblood, heartbeat of the United States' economy. I I believe wholeheartedly in it. How are small businesses doing, though, Chris? Well, you know, it's an interesting time. Of course, we're living through pandemics and global trade tensions, and now the latest is inflation. You know, the, the short story is the small businesses are remarkably resilient, and they're doing fairly well, certainly in the United States compared to other regions that we look at. So overall, um, they're, they're bouncing back, but, you know, sales are up 11.3% across, across the actual behavior in, um, in our customers. Most of that is is actually fueled by inflation of roughly eight percent. So the net growth is actually in the in the order of two to three percent. So overall, not bad, but um, clearly, clearly, resilience and uh, ingenuity and grit uh, is required because you know, that that is what uh, is constantly being served up or asked of our small businesses. And, and by the way, I, I, everything you just said, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. We. We, uh, you know, small business owners are very resilient. They know how to adjust, you know, quickly. They can do that much faster than, than what big businesses can. On the same token, this is kind of where you guys come into play, they can also be a little bit slow when it comes to embracing technology that would help their businesses grow and even help cash flow-wise and so on. And that's kind of where you guys come into play, right? That's right. So what we do is, is cloud, cloud-based accounting software, but we do other things like help them fulfill payments and issue invoices and so forth. So 
one of the silver linings from the pandemic is that, you know, the traditional slow adoption of technology, like it was a forced experiment, small businesses and everyone had to adapt. And one of the positive signs that we're seeing, and it's a durable, looks to be a durable trend, is the use of these digital tools that um, it shows up in our data in two places. Really, one is uh, we look at the days it takes for a small business to get paid, okay. right, from the time yep. an issue, uh, they issue an invoice to when the payment arrives. And then subsequently, we look at late payment. In other words, uh, how many days after the due date on that invoice do take, people take to get paid? And, and we do see, um, well, inflation is a real challenge for small businesses and for, for the whole economy, for that matter. We are seeing the days it takes to get paid drop precipitously throughout the, the, uh, the pandemic, and it seems to be continuing as a trend that we're certainly hoping to, to monitor and, uh, and uh, watch. But we think it's the embrace of digital technologies like e-invoicing and digital payments that are really fueling that. And it's and I, I coach small businesses, Chris, and it's one of the things that I, you know, and by the way, I'll keep you guys in mind on that end of things because I think that's great what you're doing that way because the biggest thing that a lot of small businesses uh, run into, as you know, is just the whole cash flow end of things. You know, cash is king, and if they don't have enough, right. it can make or break certain businesses. And, you know, they get a, a big invoice in, and maybe it's a client that they still want to continue to do business with. Sometimes it can even be a governmental agency where there's not a P card involved, yeah. where they've got to wait, you know, 30, 45, even 60 days to get paid. You know, that's a long time to yeah. wait. The profit's good, and it's still worth doing the business, but it takes them a long time to get paid. That's where you guys can step in and help, right? Absolutely. The way I think about late payments, if you're a small business owner, like you said, cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. Every day of cash flow, you know, you know can can mean you know, the difference between making it or certainly the difference between thriving and just surviving. Um, so it's absolutely critical. Like one way that we think of that is like it's an unfunded loan. Right. If That's right. Pays you late, That's right. Like like you got to dig into your pocket. You got to call up your bank if you have a relationship there. And that's that's painful. That's not right. And you know, part of the reason we do this is so that we set the we set the stage so that policymakers and you know coaches like you, um, you know, advisors and the small business themselves can have the data to showcase you know what is actually happening on the ground. And to your point about the importance of an advisor, we're, we're unapologetic about that. You know, it's kind of ironic. I have children, and you know, I think that the average uh, children uh, child rather doing a sport or you know, musical instrument get more training and coaching than the average small business do. And mm, that's right. You know, I just think that's yeah. wrong. I agree and, with you. You know, um, well, and, you know, and, I, and I'm you know kind of a testament that, to that, Chris. I mean, I you know I've been self-employed since I was 22 and went through some. You know, some good times, oh, some wow. hard times. And I will tell you that, you know, back in the 90s when, you know, I was struggling and new in business and so on, there wasn't a lot of of coaching. Uh, you know, there weren't that many coaches out there. You didn't have the ability to go out there and find people. I mean, you really just had to learn on your own. You didn't have that ability to tap into somebody else that's had some experience and yeah. understands things and so on. And, and I've said it and I'll continue to say it. Just because you have an MBA doesn't mean you know how to run a business. There's something about running <laughs> one that makes a huge difference than what a textbook tells you. And I can tell you that over and over again. And my point being, you're right. Everybody gets coached on all sorts of other things in their world, and yet they go run their own business and yet won't take any coaching. I don't understand that, Chris. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think that lots of different um, small businesses are evolving. I, I, I really just admire. I grew up in a small business family up in Canada myself. My brothers are both small business operators. So, like, part of it is, you know, the, the chutzpah of the drive that, that really um, most successful small business owners have. Um, but also a willingness to try new things and take take advice. Mm. You know, don't have, don't have to always listen and embrace every bit of the advice. Right. But really, um, you know, where there's some pretty obvious things, you know, and again, we're unapologetic about you know the embrace of digital tools that can really help because um, you know a lot has changed. It used to be only the big guys had the best tools. Right. Now. Right. Not problem. anymore. We've seen a leveling. Yes. Yeah, we've seen a leveling of the playing field. Yes. You know, a, a wonderful trend we're seeing is. Those have been, you know, traditionally left behind, whether that's women or minority-owned businesses. You know, we're starting to see we've seen record number of applications for new businesses in the United States last year, 5.4 million. Wow! Um, and that's that's like 53 percent higher than what we saw in the pandemic. And and when you look at these these other groups that are relatively new to to the business, now there's some really encouraging signs there that, you know, one of the positive things from the Great Resignation, I call it the reset, is people are seeking meaning and they're turning to entrepreneurship. 
to find it. And that's a really wonderful story. I think it bodes well for the future. Awesome. How do folks find out what you guys are doing, especially small business owners I've got out there listening to me? Because as you know, Chris, like begets like. So how do they find you? Yeah, well, they can find us on uh, zero.com, zero with an X. And uh, this specific report that we just came out with, we're going to be doing, we call it uh, Zero Small Business Insights. Uh, we have published this um, in other markets, and it's been wildly successful and well-received awesome. uh, amongst a whole bunch of different groups. So find your favorite search engine and type in Zero Small Business Insights, and you can have access to this report for free. Awesome. The website and uh, the data there underlying it. So people can uh, can find us there. And we'll put that up on our website a little bit later as well. I'll put it in my show notes. And, uh, Chris, again, appreciate it very much. Thanks for joining us. And, yeah, I'll send, I'll send folks your way. Really appreciate you. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, too. Thank you for what you do here. And also, as a small business owner, it, it is uh, it's super awesome. And it really is uh, the backbone of, it is. of our economy. And I'm very grateful. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it very much. Have a great evening. And, folks, again, I'll put that up on the website or and well later tonight as well absolute electrical heating and air speaking of small business that's what all of our our uh, partners here are by the way our small businesses absolute electrical heating and air no exception they do a great job by the way customer service and so on and uh, again they're one of the backbones of our country as far as businesses absolute electrical heating and air 720-526-0231 think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge the average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by absolute electrical heating and air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical. Heating and air. All right, Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith wants to help you with your, whether it be small business, the planning in the future of yourself, personally, you name it. Al can help with all of those areas. 303-744-1128. Golden Eagle Financial will help you determine what will work best when creating a retirement strategy. Your retirement plan with Al Smith will consider possibilities that could threaten your nest egg. He helps you create a plan that allows for emergencies like death, illness, or adult children needing help to ensure the stability of your plan. Al will work with you to create a retirement strategy that withstands an urgent situation yet also aligns with your financial needs. With asset management from Al, you'll feel confident about the strength of your plan despite the possible contingencies. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will help you manage your financial assets with a well-rounded approach. Life happens. Call Al Smith today. At 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or go to klzradio.com slash money. That's klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. Hey, did you buy a plumbing fixture or even a sink toilet, something like that, and you sort of got to looking at it and thought, man, this is a bigger job than I really want to get into, and maybe that part's still sitting out in the garage or the shed, or wherever. Call High Five Plumbing and have that installed. They can take over that heavy lifting for you and get all that done in one fell swoop. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Come join the High Five team. High Five Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro, And we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits, including health, vision, and dental, paternity and maternity leave, unlimited time off with advance notice, and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. 
No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing Crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at HighFivePlumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, Charlie sent me an article that I thought would really fit into what we just got done talking about fairly well, and that is the top 10 most in-demand skills over the next 10 years. And by the way, if you if you something you want to chime in on that we've done throughout the show, we've got a half an hour left. I don't have any other guests. Feel free to call in 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. But the top 10 most in-demand skills for the next 10 years. And I briefly went through these. I'm really not going to dissect these because I don't have any idea of where things are headed, although I think common sense could tell you a lot. Number one, though, digital literacy. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much a known. In fact, as I talk to my clients and we start looking at you know, potential hires, it's becoming a must that you understand how to use digital tools of all types, not just a point of sale software and hang, how to ring somebody up, you know, in the transaction, but, you know, can you use email proficiently? Do you know how to use a calendaring system correctly? You know, on and on we go. Can you use a, 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 a device, a pad, a phone uh, in the right manner, not to, you know, text your buddies, but, you know, can you do the things with that tool correctly so that you can be an asset to the business. So digital literacy, yes. The other thing that you will find amazing, for a lot of you listening, by the way, especially those of you that are older like me, you will be shocked to know that the the thought, make sure I'm using the right words here, Charlie, but the, but the, the school of thought is that the younger generation, they all know the digital world. It's just almost a given. Oh, you're of such and such an age. If you know you're under the age of thirty, oh, you know the digital world well. Um, nah, no, they don't. No, folks, they don't. They may know how to text, and that's about the end of it. They may know social media, how to take a decent picture. That's about the end of it. When it comes to actually using solid digital tools, no, they're not as proficient at that as you would think. We're finding in the business world that folks that are 40 and older, believe it or not, have a higher proficiency in that digital aspect of things than some of the folks that are much younger do. So it's really kind of the opposite of what most people think. Just because you're young doesn't necessarily mean that you're digitally, you have have a digital aptitude. Jim in Arvada, what's going on? Hey, I think the number one uh, job category... Um, in the future, near term, is going to be um, foreign worker, illegal alien, because the Chamber of Commerce is looking for 75 million. Yeah. They're petitioning our government for 75 million young workers as we speak. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we and we, Jim, as you know, I, I talk about it all the time. We haven't grown our own. Well, no, that's because the women in the workforce instead of where they belong. Well, you can say it that way. You can you can go to abortion. You can look at the fact that, uh, you know, the richer a country gets, the less, and this is true too, just the richer a country gets, the less kids they start having. They like the money more than they do the responsibilities of raising kids. It just happens automatically, Jim. Sure, and then when you forgive the uh, loans. Yep, doesn't make it any the, better, uh, does it? Of the people, it, uh, it, it makes it more expensive. So children will be That's right. even more expensive for city dwellers. Correct. And there are no young people having children in the rural areas. It's, it's, it's over. Yep, you're right. So the estimate, the estimate for the next 20 years um, for the Chamber of Commerce is actually $125 million. Uh, wow. workers. Wow. Young people from that cha- you know, if that, if that if that does happen, if we don't get on 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 track and do some of this on our own, like we need to be doing, that changes the entire makeup of this country. Well, it, it didn't look the same way thirty years ago, and it certainly won't look the nope. same way thirty years from now. It will not. The good thing about thirty years ago is we had uh, the baby boomers spitting out kids after That's right. uh, that war. That's and, right. Uh, we've 
we've enticed them into the stock market with an endless supply of cocaine, and now none of them even want to get off their couches and go to work. You're correct. Yep. Can't argue that, Jim. I cannot. All right. Enjoy your show. Thank you, man. Appreciate it very much. No, you're right. I, I can't. I can't argue anything he just said. Going back to our list, which Jim kind of touched on, number two, data literacy. That's another big one, by the way. Just because you can understand how to work the digital world, can you interpret what it's spitting out at you? You guys know me. I'm a, I'm a data guy. And I also will tell you this. When it comes to all of the computer skills, digital skills that I have, self-taught. Self-taught. I, we, when Charlie and I grew up, I can remember taking a computer class, and in that class, they tried to explain the difference between software and hardware, and that was about the extent of the class. You remember some of those, Charlie, back in the day where they would kind of tell you what the differences were? And even then, it was really hard because we'd never seen personal computers. It was even hard to wrap our head around what are they even talking about? What's the difference between you know, hardware and software. Now, of course, it's very, very easy, but back then it was hard to distinguish between the two. So data literacy, what's it take to interpret that digital world? And you better you better know that moving forward. Joe, what's up? John, it may be on your list, but I read an article about how within the auto industry that they're going to be wanting fewer and fewer mechanical engineers because uh, they won't be using or designing and using transmissions, internal combustion engines, um, U-joints, you know, you know, differentials, uh, that they're going to want and need a whole bunch more electrical engineers who can de- design motors, you know, con- mm-hmm. which, uh, motors and, and control systems. So uh, that's one of the shifts within the engineering department. That's probably true. They, they, won't need, you know, they won't need as many, although they're still going to need uh, folks that understand, and you, you'll, you'll get this, they're going to have to still have uh, you know, folks that understand from the mechanical side where they put a motor, how much torque they put to that motor, how does that affect the steering of the vehicle going down the road, you know, understeer, oversteer, all these different things. Just because you can design a, a nice motor and a nice system to drive it, Joe, doesn't mean you can make it go down the road correctly. Oh, absolutely. So you'll still need, you know, suspension and, you know, torsion bars and, and, and steering. Well, we talked about uh, uh, steering, uh, driving by wire the other day. Right. but. But still, people, I mean, even though it's yeah. being driven by a wire, it's still being, it's still, there's still a rack and pinion and there's still, you know, tie rods and so on that are making the wheels move back and forth, all that. Now, to your point, though, will you need as many of them? Uh, no, no, you're not going to need no. as many. You, you might need one guy on the team instead of five or six that they have now. Right, because electric cars don't have differentials, right, because each wheel is driven independently, correct? Depends. It depends. Um, okay. In some cases, they, you know, my Bolt, for example, it does have a transaxle. It just depends okay. on the vehicle and how they've made it. Some use a direct motor right at the drive wheel. In some cases, they, you know, and I don't know, this is one thing, Joe, I don't know. I've not been able to talk to an engineer to find out why certain companies do certain things that way, but some still actually use a transaxle. Okay. Um, no f- no more fuel pumps. Nope. Um, you know, no more exhaust manifolds. Nope. So. No more exhaust pipes. <laughs> no more exhaust pipes. No mufflers, pipes. No, no cats, none of that. No more transmissions. Nope. Yeah, no more... No more drive shafts with universal joints. Um, you know, no more uh, engine mounts. So uh, all of that stuff goes away. So it, you're right. It'll they'll, it, they'll never be. They'll always need some mechanical engineers. But I think you'll see a shift in the. Yeah, balance. you won't need as many. No, no, no. I agree with that. You won't. You won't need right. as many, and you'll you'll be more into you know what, what does this motor do when and how do we get more you know uh, longevity out of said motor? How do we get more efficiency out of said motor and so on? Yeah, there's going to be definitely a shift that direction. Right. And John, when it comes to electric cars, I'm one of the guys, I sent you in an email, I sent you that thing, you know, for your opinion on that battery thing, and I'm glad you talked You talked through it as, as probably being not realistic, even if for some reason those numbers were not fudged. That it, and I don't think the numbers necessarily are fudged, I just don't know that they're putting all of the backstory into that. Like I said, has that vehicle been wrecked, damaged, was that a warranty claim, and they just estimated it, you know, for that end of things? I mean, because, right. you, know, you know, as well as I, Joe, cars are not perfect, electric or gasoline or diesel-driven. There's no such thing as a perfect car. They're all built by men. There's going to be faults in each and every one of them, and those things are going to occur. So I'll never say that any car is perfect because they're not. But I also don't think it's fair for conservatives to run around touting that one example as a reason to never buy an EV. That's just dumb. Right. And by the way, John, I am a big supporter of EV. I, you know, if yeah, we you and I both if- are. <laughs> 
Right. If, if, uh, if next week 10% of the cars on the road were EVs, you would see the price of gas plummet to $2 a gallon. Yep, overnight. Literally, o- overnight. overnight it would. Yeah, because our demand would not be there. Right, and it doesn't take much of a change in demand. It's something called the beta. It only takes a few percentage points. That's right. Difference in supply and between supply and demand to get well, especially in. Joe in our country where we don't have the you know this is what other folks don't understand the refining capacity when we are in the middle of, of you know what about six months ago or so we were at ninety eight percent refining capacity you can't go over a hundred in that world unfortunately and even that one or two percent is probably very very hard to extract out of it Joe so the reality is when you don't have any other new you know new new plants if you would coming online it is what it is. So we've got to somehow reduce what we're actually pulling out because otherwise you're not going to change the market around. I don't care how much oil, crude oil, we produce. Right. And, and so to your point, Jen, I'm a big fan of electric cars, but not because I think they're going to save the, you know, save no, the planet. No, shoot, they're not saving the planet. Actually, it's harder for the planet if you really yeah, want to get down to it. And, 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 and um, since um, any additional load you add to the grid has to be met by burning more fossil fuels because we always use wind and solar as part of the base load. If wind and solar power is there, it's brought on first. Right. And on average, it's about 11% of our power supply. Once you go past that 11%, every additional kilowatt hour of demand, um, well, I'm sorry, in hydro, you bring on hydro, wind and solar, and nuclear if you have it. Those four things come on first. But once you exhaust those four things, any additional demand you add to the grid is met by either burning more natural gas or burning more coal. So, And, and by the way, for everybody listening, especially those of you that are on the left, there's not a light switch that turns those on and off, Joe. When you bring a coal plant on, it's on. Gas is a little different. You can turn that up and down to a certain extent. But on coal plants, once, once they're running, they're running. They can increase capacity, but you're not shutting one off. No, no, you, you can't shut a coal. You no, it's running. Coal. No, it'll, it'll take you a week to bring it back on. That's right. Once it's running, it's running. You're not shutting the thing down is my point. Exactly. Yeah. Now you can you can you know you can, you can increase, throttle them. Yeah. You can throw. You can fire up. You know. You can you increase the firing rate on the, on a coal plant, but you never shut a coal plant down unless you want to decommission it. Correct. Because once you take it down, it's it'll take you a week to restart it. Correct. So. It's right. sort, of, sort of like a locomotive. Once that thing's running, you just don't shut it off. And, and yeah, and you know my feelings. I mean, I, I am by no means going to tell everybody on the planet to go out and buy an EV. Number one, it'd be stupid. And, you know, most people can't do it, afford it, handle, you know, what it even takes to own one and so on. But if the select few, Joe, this is my challenge even to conservatives, for those select few that could get by owning one and actually probably enjoy owning one if they would just – if they just get rid of their defenses and actually go ride in one and drive one, Joe, you might actually like it. And if just about 10% of the population owned one, we'd have a whole different world on the price of gas. And, John, I've driven one, and I loved it. It's great. My, my partner's got a Tesla. You know, I want to say my partner, my business partner has a Tesla. And, it's, you know, it's a, it's a great, fun car to drive. It accelerates like, you know, we'll all right. get out. So, you know, uh, but... I'm not so I might buy it for a bunch of reasons that if I wanted a town car or if my wife wanted a car to go to the grocery store and the dentist and whatnot, I think it'd be the perfect car for her. And they are. Uh, and you know, well, you know what? What you just said fits a lot, a lot of drivers that are out there. They just have to drop their shield a little bit and say, oh, okay. If I own one, I guess I'm not such a bad guy after all. I think the other thing, Joe, that's happening here, and, and this what I'm getting at, is we got to get rid of the stigma behind who owns one. The other thing that needs to start happening is all of you guys that are really hardcore, solid conservatives, please quit badgering the guys that own one. You might be surprised. They might be more conservative than even you are, but you're going to badger them because they own an EV. What's wrong with that picture, Joe? Well, they're, they're, they're being short-sighted, certainly, and they don't understand. They're not... I think they're, they're they've got confirmation bias, and they're being just like the other side. Is my point? They're yeah. no different than the other side when they do that, are they? No, they're they're, they're exactly the same. They, they they only see what they want to see. And by the way, I think since most fam, most households today have two cars, I think the perfect balance is you have one internal combustion yep. uh, engine vehicle, yep. which you take on long trips, and, yep. if, and if you run low on fuel. You, you know, you stop at a gas station five minutes later, you're back on the road. Agree. And then you have your in-town car. And I, I think, you know, and again, how many families do you know that don't have two cars? Very, very few. So one EV, one internal combustion engine. Your internal is for your road trips. You know, you want to drive yep. from Colorado down to New Mexico or you want to drive up to Wyoming. You know, take your internal combustion engine car. 
and uh, and have at you know, it. And, yep, and agreed. No, that's a great scenario. You're you're spot on, Joe. As always, appreciate you, man, very much. All right, take care, John. Thanks Bye-bye. very much. And and again, Joe sent me that article really as a as a way to say, hey, is this really you know what you know what are your thoughts? What do you think? And then as I responded, and you know he he you know quickly said, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, I get that. Point being, and by the way, this is goes along with our our Forbes report that Charlie sent me on the top 10 future things that folks in the job world are going to need. Uh, by the way, I would put this one at number one. Critical thinking. I'll come back to that in a moment, but critical thinking. To me, I don't know how you get by in life without having it. Being able to look at something and decipher whether or not you know, I need to go this direction or that, or is this true or is it not? Or what do I need to do to figure out if this is true or not? Or how do I figure out what direction to go? That's called critical thinking. And it's not negative thinking. It's just thinking about things in a way that you can decipher what's going on. And by the way, it's something that I don't feel like our side does enough of at times. I'm just being honest. We'll be back and talk more about it. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. Now, you got to have critical thinking skills when you fix vehicles. We've been talking about that in our industry for years. Extreme Auto Repair has those technicians that can do that for you and your vehicle. Don't forget about Cooper Tires. Right now, they're $70 off through September 5th on most sets of four. KLZradio.com, 303-841-1071. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. Flash and Beck, anything you need, especially for your business or you've been involved in an accident, you need some help there, you name it, Kevin can help you. He is a attorney that really does everything except for family law, and he can recommend somebody there as well. 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. Then after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is call him right now. 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after your accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right, KNR Home Transitions is next. The ladies want to help you with whatever transition in the real estate world you have. And trust me, you need somebody on your side, buying, selling, you name it. They can help with either side. 720-437-8210. With KNR Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home. Again, that's klzradio.com home. 
Powered by Worth Clark Realty. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Continuing on with our Forbes list, number three was critical thinking, which, again, you have to have that. And it's not just, in my opinion, that's just not a work item. That's something that everybody should learn, period, no matter what. Number four, emotional intelligence. It's the ability to express and control our emotions. Yeah, I would think in the business world that, yeah, that's becoming a bigger and bigger deal. You can no longer uh, just fly off the handle and be mad about something or somebody You've got to keep your composure. So, yes, I could see that. Number five, creativity. Um, that speaks for itself and really kind of goes along with with a lot of what we've already said up to this point. Number six, collaboration. By the way, that's what people are not getting working from home. That's why you're going to see more and more people have to start return to the office because you cannot, in my opinion, collaborate when you're not talking to one another uh, face-to-face in a lot of cases. And uh, the nature of collaboration and teamwork is changing as teams evolve to include hybrid workers. Um, this, uh, this one even says fully remote workers, contractors. Yeah, fully remote workers and collaboration, in my opinion, just don't work. Sorry, it just doesn't. So um, number seven, flexibility. Are you open to change? Yeah, this is a big one. And by the way, this is a big one for those of you that own businesses and, and or manage other people. I, I continue to talk to my people that I coach on a routine basis and being flexible, even with your staff, as you move forward, you're going to have to be or you're not going to have them. Gone are the days of having, you know, a, and I, even in the retail environment, gone are the days of having a rigid X to X time frame. You've got to have the ability to work around some of the other things going on in people's lives or you're just not going to have people working for you. As much as I don't particularly care for that, I'm, you guys know me, I'm pretty rigid, especially when it comes to schedules and things like that. But in the case of people working for you, you're, and even you being a worker, you're going to have to understand the flexibility aspect of it because that's going to be a much-needed skill. Leadership skills, that goes without saying. I'm one that, uh, that's a big one. Uh, whether you're an employee or an employer or just a manager, uh, especially as a manager, you really need to understand the leadership skills. It's been said many, many times, and I believe it. Anyone can manage. Only few can lead. Anyone can manage, only few can lead. Because manage comes from position. Leadership is earned. Anyone can be a manager and have that position be given to them. Granted, they earn it and they work their way into it, but you get what I'm going with that. The manager is a, is a given position. Leadership, only true leaders lead. Managers not all, are not always leaders. There's some really, really crappy managers that have no idea what leadership is all about. Leadership is something you have to learn. Number nine, time management, man alive. If, that's, if there's something that I could help most people with, it's time management, especially new clients that I bring on. It's one of the biggest things they struggle with right off the bat, and typically why their businesses aren't doing as well is they don't do well at time management. They're all over the map with what they're doing, and they don't understand how to schedule and keep themselves accountable to their own time even. Number 10, Curiosity and continuous learning. Yes, of course. That's to, Again, to me, some of these are just life skills. Not just business skills, but life skills. Yes, you need to be curious. Am I always right? No. Do I need to look at other avenues? Yes. How does this thing work? How does that work? How does this, you know, how does this particular uh, idea or this school of thought and on and on we go? And, and you have to constantly be teaching yourself and, 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 by the way, learning from others as well. But if you're not applying it to your own life, you can read all the books in the world, but if you're not applying it, it doesn't do any good. It's like I was talking you know, earlier about the MBA. I've, I've met a lot of MBAs over the years that frankly couldn't run an ice cream stand. And I mean that sincerely. They would overthink the ice cream stand and never make any money. So just because you have an MBA, no offense, doesn't mean you know squat. 
In some cases, you'd be hard-pressed to run a business with one. My own two cents. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. And Dave Bancroft would love to help you with whatever you've got going on in your home with windows and doors. And by the way, this, I've said this before, but this includes screen doors, storm doors, things along those lines. It doesn't have to be a replacement of. It could be an addition to what you have. So talk to Dave today. Find out what he can do for you in your home. 303-529-0720 or find him at klzradio.com. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at klzradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, that's about it for this hour. Again, if you missed any of the first hour, catch it between 6 and 7 p.m., so coming up here in just one second. Otherwise, you can go to the website, rushtoreason.com, and find any of our past episodes, including our show from today. All right, tomorrow, Andy will be your host, because I'm going to head out of town for a few days over the Labor Day weekend, and he's going to answer the question, is there a war on Trump Republicans? In fact, what is a Trump Republican? And then he's got a fun topic as well. Now the summer is over. What do you do for fun in the fall? So he and Shemay Navarro will be with you tomorrow, and you'll be in good hands. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys will have a, a lot of fun. Not hopefully you will have a lot of fun tomorrow. Wednesday, we've got a very special repeat show for you as well. And then don't forget Thursday, four hours of Dr. Kelly Victory. So if there's things COVID-related that you want to uh, listen in on or have someone you know listen to, talk about the vaccines, COVID, all of that. We found, you know, some of our best shows that will play on Thursday as well. So guys, have a great night. Have a great week. I'll see you next Tuesday, the day after Labor Day. Have a great Labor Day weekend as well. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.